We know you all do when you listen, so we thought we just kind of just throw that out there for y'all. You're oh welcome. Oh my gosh, man. That, I've been waiting to do that all season. <laughs> and it was just as funny as I thought it would be. <laughs> ah, so let's jump into it, y'all. It's our yes. season finale. Can you believe it? We're on episode 10. We didn't think that we would have enough for like two episodes. And no. here we are, 10 How later. we have all these ideas? I don't know. Uh, well, I do know. The Holy like, Spirit. Obviously. Right. <laughs> so let's jump into the closing pros, okay. Well, I was on Instagram last night scrolling through my feed and I read a quote that just really convicted my heart. It said, what if the greatest thing God is calling you to do is to be faithful at home? Mm. I was like, oh, you're real funny tonight. <laughs> Jesus, you got a real sense of humor. Um, and the person who posted it kind of went on to say how God has called you to be faithful exactly where he's planting. Yeah. Even if it seems common and familiar and mundane, there's still work to be done and, I, and there's still... Um, Ways for you to grow in your faithfulness to him in that area. And uh, how he just wants us to be obedient. That's like what he desires. So yeah. that kind of really convicted me because Friday night was a little rough for me. I was like, I'm at home again. Again. By myself. Again. No plans. Again. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, why are we still here in this season? Come on, boo. Where are you at? So, Girl. and then just this week of like, um, I'm in my last uh year of grad school so just like try not to procrastinate or feeling kind of over it all like mm. i've been working this degree for four years oh jesus so by now i'm like mm, i'm done i'm ready but it was such a good reminder that he still called me to be faithful right mm. here where i'm at yeah so it convicted me and i'm just working on you know blooming where i've been planted yes honey yes and my glow is that um so i talked about being in school we are required to be in field and about seven months ago god told me to apply to be in the child sex abuse unit and mm. i was like Mm-mm, i'm good on that yeah you know how you hear god and you be like i didn't hear you correctly yep. so yep. that means yep. i don't have to listen because i didn't hear you so i was like nah god that sounds like real hard and i heard it very clearly so last winter i applied of course got into that unit even though it's super hard to get in the course he was like oh easy here you go mm-hmm. great god and then honestly for the last seven months i just been dreading it like i did not want to do it i'm like yeah. it's gonna be hard it's gonna be depressing i'm gonna hate humanity people suck and i just was like i don't want to do it and then i started this week and it was so awesome mm. like my first day i got to collaborate with um these doctors at Children's Hospital with neurologists and yeah. state attorneys and detectives and mm-hmm. social workers. And I'm like, this is really, really intriguing and really awesome. So it was really funny that I had been dreading something for seven months and yeah. God already knew that it would be something that I would like and something I think I'm going to mm. be good at doing. Wow. Uh, and he placed me exactly where I need to be with a really a phenomenal supervisor who's really well respected in her field. Yeah. He's been doing this work for 12, 13 years, was an intern like I was, has hired oh, three wow. other interns. My people, three other workers in my unit were also interns mm-hmm. who worked underneath her. I met her supervisor for 10 years ago who also speaks like really highly of her. So it's just really beautiful how God has brought it full circle as usual and I was over here dreading something for no reason yeah gave me peace and favor every time so it was a really cool week just jumping into the field placement um and then being called to do work is really hard and thinking about the fact that he's trusting me to do this work yeah so i'm excited that he's trusting me to do some that really hard work and i'm excited for you know what it's gonna be that's awesome all right though what about you so um my grow this week is that i just have to remember that god cares about everything even mm. the small things um i think sometimes i 
feel like if my prayer is not super like spiritual and holy and big and something like grandiose, then I don't need to bring it to God. But um, I was reminded of the scripture where in Luke, it talks about how God has a recollection of like the number of hairs on your head. Mm. And I thought to myself, if God knows how many hair follicles on my head, which is probably not that many, but (laughs) if he knows that, then like he's got to care about anything that I'm going through and anything that is bothering me. And so Mm. this week I was just having trouble getting sleep um, and just feeling like I was well rested. I was kind of like dragging this week. And I thought to myself like, oh, I forgot this is something that I could bring to God. Mm. Like it seems Mm -hmm. so small, but if he cares about that, then he cares about me getting rest and resting well so that Mm -hmm. I can be equipped and energized to go out and do his work in the kingdom. So that was just like a little small reminder for me and um, an area that I feel like I have to remember that I can go to God about anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my glow this week. So I mean, this is it sitting right here with you. Like the fact that we made it to the end of our season and just thinking about how in the beginning, um, I was like, man, what are we going to talk about for mm. 10 weeks? And like, Lord, what if people don't even want to talk about this thing? What if they don't want to listen to mm-hmm. it? And just to see and know that God can bring you from somewhere so far off. And like, I, as I was thinking about this last night, literally tears came to my eyes when I think about the broken person that I was and sometimes still am. Mm-hmm. And to think that he can use even that, like we don't get to decide what God gets to use. He does. And Mm -hmm. so when you settle into that obedience and just stepping into what he has called you into, regardless of the fear, the anxiety, Mm. the not knowing. And I'm like, look at the beautiful thing that he can do um, with with your yes. (laughs) Like, what can he do with your yes? And so to be sitting here with you um, after a full season of The Rooted Life, this is like literally a glow that will last a lifetime. Mm, yeah. I love that. That's so good. I love what you said about the yes. Because mm. that's all we had to give him. Like that's we it. didn't really have no resources, no ideas. And I love that he took our yes. Yeah. And really allowed this um, idea that he gave you to really flourish and really bless people. Um, and it's really hard to even comprehend. Like how did he do all of this? Like <laughs> right. give us ideas how and we content and people who want to help us. And mm-hmm. people who are like, oh, I want to buy a new camera. Oh, I'll help you with branding. Like, yeah. I don't know where all these resources are coming from, but I think it's just looking back on it. It was really his divine hand on this project. And so it really helps me see that it's much bigger than us. It's a huge plan that we just get to be a part of. But Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. When Drake did God's plan and he said, I can't do this on my own. Someone's watching this real close. I'm like, (laughs) yes, Drake gets it. Because every time I go back and look at our recordings or listen to our recordings, I'm like, who are these women? Who did this? I clearly could not have done any of this. And I'm so glad that God is watching this close enough to ensure that we begin to develop like the confidence and the comfortability that Mm -hmm. we needed in order to do this podcast. (laughs) But I think it's really cool too, just to see how like right after we dropped our first episode, I went to church and probably 15 people walked up to me and was like, I heard your episode. It was so good. And I was genuinely like shocked. I'm like, you talking about us? (laughs) You talking about the Rooted Life podcast? Right. Is that what you heard? So that just really blew my mind just that people listened to it and that it really resonated with them. Yeah. Like I expected my sister and my mom, but to think that people from church or people outside of our tight-knit community were actually checking in really started to help me see this is bigger than just us. Same with me. I I realized that 
it was purposeful when you would talk about people who were not even believers listening. That's what to me made me realize that it was bigger than us because Mm -hmm. it wasn't just something for the Christian community. It was something for everybody to be able to just get a taste of like who God is Mm -hmm. and knowing that we were able to kind of step outside of our comfort zone and even have now a tool to be able to bring up to people just in random conversation. Like I can be talking to a stranger and they're like, Oh, you know, what do you do? And I'm like, Oh, I do this. And then I also have a podcast and like, what's the podcast about? (laughs) And then I get an opportunity. Like it's a built in opportunity to be Mm -hmm. able to share God's word and who he is in our lives. And I think that's really cool to have something like relatable and modern to be able to share with people that brings God into their life. Yes. Love, love, love that. And so I think it's cool that we get to hear from other people, our friends, our family, people at church, people who we know who are unbelievers. They get to tell us what they love about the show and Mm -hmm. their favorite gems. So I think it'd be kind of dope if we could share with the people our highlights and our gems from our first season. So if we're going to do that, then it's only right for us to take it all the way back to episode one. Believe his hype. Mm. Okay, so trivia time. Do you remember the four reasons that we told people why we're down with G.O.D.? Now, Girl, you know I don't. I literally don't even know what I ate for breakfast yesterday. There's no way I remember, what, 10 weeks ago? You sound like me, but okay, that's fair. (laughs) So let me remind you something that you actually said, which Mm. was my favorite lesson in that episode. So we were talking about, you know, the four points while we believe his hype. And point number three was we cannot change without him. Mm. And you talked about how our desire to change is not enough. And when I thought about that, I was like, you know, we need God. Like, we cannot change without him. Mm. And I love that point because you talked about how it is our weakness that becomes the platform that God uses to display his perfect strength Mm. girl when I say that was so good and it just reminded me that like once we accept that God has to be a part of the process Mm -hmm. and we have to have dependence on him in order for this relationship to work then we can finally access all we are called to be wow (laughs) I said that you said that look at your girl look at God using your girl that's Mm. good right there you started us off real strong man appreciate it appreciate (laughs) it okay so let's go into episode two the power of the pivot lord have mercy we were dropping basketball terminologies I was trying to convince I was (laughs) convince the naysayers of my basketball skills and accomplishments. Wait, wait, wait. Am I the naysayers? You are the naysayers. (laughs) Bruh, you cannot. I can. Shots are fired. They've been fired. Anyway, anyhow, I was over here trying to school Dorian on basketball things, but we talked about the different kinds of pivot, the drastic pivot, daily in the drift. And I think the gem that stood out to me is when you laid me out with a quote from First Thessalonians 5, mm. and you talked about how we actually can stifle the Holy Spirit Ooh, and yeah. how our inability to pivot and make those small turns in the direction God has for us really restrains God's ability to work in our lives. Mm. And I was just blown away when you said that because I'm like, oh my God, I could pre- be preventing God from moving the way he wants to move in my life. Yeah. And that just laid me out then and now. I don't even, I mean, even now still sometimes we don't realize that like, God's ability is dependent upon our faith. It's dependent mm. upon our belief in him. Yep. And so we literally over here wondering why he not moving. And it's because you got his hands tied, girl. Like Mm-mm-mm. if you would just believe, then maybe he could do something. Yeah. Mm. And it's really those little steps that we take, yeah. that we need to take. Like we think it's some huge decision, but it's like those little daily steps we take yep. gives him the room to actually operate in our lives. Mm. That's it Ooh, right that's there. Good. All right. So episode three, fighting to focus. Mm. And you know, That episode, I feel like it's just, 
it's one that's timeless. It's yeah. always relevant because the way that our world works, it's always fast paced. There's always mm. constant change. And so there will always be a struggle to actually find time to devote to God. Yeah. But I think what helps us remain focused is that consistency piece that we talked about in the episode. And it's like consistency is not just repeating something, but it means having a continual but intentional choice Ooh. to devote the time to him. And so one definition, as I looked up consistency, it says to be in a agreement with something and I thought about when you use that framing it's like we are in agreement with the idea that we need daily communion with God Mm. in order to stay focused on him because you just you can't get to know someone that you don't spend time with period Mm, mm, mm. I love what you said too about it being an intentional choice and it kind of goes back to the pivot yeah like we're making a daily decision it's not like I uh say I want to follow Christ and then I don't make any efforts to have a relationship with him like it has to be a daily momentary decision Mm -hmm. like every moment I'm choosing him yeah um and I think that's just such a good reminder like you said like we need that for our entire Christian walk not even like at the beginning or the middle no you need it the whole time yep that gets you from point a all the way to the never ending (laughs) journey because it there is no like ending point never ending yep that just keeps you going all the way through sustains you (laughs) okay girls so episode four this one was so good right here it was called worth the loss honestly just that title convicts me like we could just mic drop right there and let it be that so in this episode we really talked about how when you take an l uh, for the kingdom, it often looks silly to human mm-hmm. and to men. Um, but really, it's what God desires for us. He yep. desires for us to let go of the things that we want and sacrifice it for his will and his desires for our life. Um, and I even get goosebumps when I think about this point you made. You went into Luke 9, 24, 25, and it really talks about how self-sacrifice is the way. And that's mm-hmm. how we become our true selves is mm-hmm. through sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, and then you took me to church with this line. You said, we see that it is actually us on the other side. Girl, I can't mm-hmm. even finish it was so good it's like i'm on the other side of that sacrifice i'm actually on the other side of that l that's so good and you really talked about how every time we take that l we gain the opportunity to be more like christ and then we become more of our true whole self that god has actually purposed us to be goosebumps literally you can look at my arm wow because that is so good Mm, teach us deacon doe come on my goodness that's good i don't even remember (laughs) saying that so that's why i'm like jesus you be flowing because what That is good, though. I mean, I think that we have an idea of who we are supposed to be. But Mm -hmm. when we let all of that go and we sacrifice the things that feel hard in the moment, but we say, you know what? I'm going to give this up because I know that who God wants me to be is greater. Mm -hmm. And I want to be that greater version instead of, like you talk about, the watered down version of myself. Ooh, it is worth the loss. It's, it's worth tough, it. but it's worth the loss. Every time. Mm. So I love that I get to drop a gem from episode five because that is really my favorite episode of the Ooh, season. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> More than a mountain time. That's my favorite episode too. Oh, yeah. So I feel like it was a perfect picture of our entire journey with God. Mm-hmm. Like as we were studying and preparing for that one, I felt so enlightened. And I think it's my favorite because my own faith walk shifted as a result of that episode. Ooh. So in case y'all need a quick refresh. So more than a mountaintop was where we talked about the different seasons in our walk with God. So we've got the valley, the climb, the mountaintop, and the descent. And the gym out of there for me was around the climb. And you called it the space between dark times and brighter days. And I feel like as I thought 
more about that. It's the space where most of us want to give up. Yeah. And it doesn't look like what we imagined. It's like we think that we know what the climb's going to look like, but then it looks mm. like something totally different. And we're like, oh, never mind. Like, forget this. But it's like when our expectations are not aligning with our circumstances, we have this tendency to go to what's familiar. Mm. Because I think it's like a protection kind of thing. We want to protect ourselves from pain, but we don't realize that, like, pain is how we get to purpose sometimes Mm. it is through that that God is able to do something different in us and so as I sit here on the other side of a lot of pain and a lot of frustration and a lot of just like okay why did this happen Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that I did not give up on the climb because Mm -hmm. now I'm able to see that it was just a part of the process and we I think mistake the climb for punishment but Mm -hmm. it's really just the purpose in the making whoa yeah that climb is so good like even last night I was in the climb moment mm-hmm. like okay guy you've given me this promise about being married and like I don't have anything to show for that yeah and it was so tempting to go back to like being upset well God why why and it was just so beautiful last night to your point this understanding has helped shift it because instead of being like well God when is the promise I'm just like God whatever I need right now that mm-hmm. I don't have give it to me because mm-hmm. I just need more of you I don't need the promise I need you I need your heart yeah I need your love I need your patience your joy your peace like just give me more of you and I think just this understanding of the climb is like as we're moving towards his promises our faith and his love really sustain us and I think it's just so timeless because we're always going to be moving towards his promises Mm -hmm. oh girl that's good more than a mountain top (laughs) got your girl I feel like that's also the episode that a lot of people were like yo that really hit Mm -hmm. me because it just was so relevant and because we compared it to something like hiking that's very easy to understand Mm -hmm. and I remember one of our friends even came and was like girl I love to hike so as I was thinking about the episode I said dang (laughs) read me all the way I'm like yeah it it just was one that I think people could really understand and relate to yes girl okay let's go ahead and go into episode six flying solo yes this is one of our most played episodes I love People love talking about relationships. That's yes, why they specifically love it. singleness because we don't know how to do it. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. So when we were talking about the single life, we used the analogy of being on a plane. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the taxi, the takeoff, the flight, and the landing. Yeah. And then what I loved is we kind of switched it up on them because mm-hmm. you think that if you're in the flight, if we're using the analogy of being in a plane yeah. and singleness, you know, you would think that landing would be fine in a person. But mm-hmm. I love how we switched it up when we're like, no, mm yeah. The landing is just a little layover. You might pick up some friends, mm-hmm. community. You might get a co-pilot who's your spouse, but mm-hmm. you are continuing to move towards God's purpose for your Always. life. You don't really ever land. You just keep moving towards his will. And I love that we kind of switch it up because the end goal is not to find somebody. The yep. end goal is to find who we're supposed to be and mm-hmm. find God and live in our purpose. So yep. I love that. And then you had a line child that still, I think is one of the best lines of the whole season, honestly. What? You talked about, for real. So you talked about how when we get into that stage of flight and mm-hmm. We're flying and we have the high altitude and all that stuff. What we can really do is we can rely on the wind, which is the Holy Spirit, mm. to carry us. Mm. And then you dropped a crazy quote by David Hernandez that said, he whirls around the atmosphere and changes everything. Ooh. I just love that imagery yeah. of like, I can rest in the arms of my Savior. I can rest in the arms of the Holy Spirit, who is gonna who is the wind and just carries me through that yeah. season. Yeah, Just the imagery that like once makes me want to cry because it's so beautiful because it really speaks to how kind our Father is. Like mm-hmm. he just literally wants 
wants to carry us through it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I feel like the single episode was so dope just because it was real. Like, mm-hmm. I think that we acknowledge the fact that, like, yeah, we want to be with somebody. And that's mm-hmm. okay because God gives us that desire. But the the main point was that we cannot allow that desire to outweigh what our hearts actually need. Come on. And that is the relationship with God. Yep. Like, if we don't have that right, then we will never get another relationship right mm-hmm. in our lives. You just won't. Mm-hmm. And speaking of relationships, that puts us on episode seven, the real relationship goals. Ooh. Which got your girl all the way together. (laughs) I mean, the idea that we would settle for better instead of God's best, that took me out. Because I sat there and I thought about the fact that, like, I have to have a pep talk with myself. Like, sis, (laughs) it's officially Q4. And so I don't know who needs to hear this. But we are releasing the scarcity mentality. And we are walking fully in the abundance of the fact that, like, it is time for us to patiently wait on God's best for us. Period. I love that. Like, I still think about that line about not settling because it's mm. like when you're in that waiting season and God has given you something yeah. that he's promised you, it's so hard not to settle. <sighs> but like when you understand him to be a good father, you know, you don't have to settle because mm-hmm. he's always going to give you the best and it's yeah. going to be even better than what you had envisioned. Mm-hmm. So I love that idea that we can wait on God because he's really going to give us his best. Every time. Every man. time. Okay. Episode eight, Shawty. Mm. Crazy faith, y'all. Crazy faith. It's crazy. I listened to that episode actually driving... Um, to Florida with my mom last oh, week yeah. and the whole time we were just like mm, mm. I looked over her eyes are watered my eyes are watered the whole time we were just like mm, that's good that's good that's good and we uh came up with the crazy faith episode based off of one of our favorite preachers yes. Mike Todd Transformation Church Ooh. what's up and he had this beautiful um sermon about crazy faith and so we decided that we would have a little testimony time mm-hmm. and share our testimonies um on this episode and what I loved is you referenced one of my favorite favorite scriptures which is in Habakkuk and it talks about how the promise is never late it doesn't tarry mm-hmm. it's gonna come right on time mm-hmm. um and then what I love is you gave me a line that reads me for filth you said <laughs> we should not be deceived by our circumstances because they don't account for the work that God is doing behind the scenes yes. my circumstances what I see doesn't even account because mm. I don't know it mm-hmm. I don't know how he's making a way he's moving things and if the promise is on its way that means he's working that promise to fruition when I can't see it mm-hmm. girl that's so good I literally want to take these headphones out and just do a little praise <laughs> real quick and come back uh, that's that's true I mean our circumstances man they're so sneaky mm-hmm. they are so deceitful because they don't look like what he has promised us and that and and that's a reoccurring theme Mm -hmm. in our walk with God Mm -hmm. there's always going to be something that we are trying to believe God for and walk with him for Mm -hmm. but then our circumstances are going to look totally opposite but the thing about it is taking it back to the climb if you don't keep pushing through your circumstances Mm. you never make it to the mountaintop and the only place behind you is the valley which is your low point so it's like you can either keep climbing so you can get to the mountaintop or you can head back to the valley and then you just are stuck starting back over Mm -hmm. so it's like you got to push through you got to use that faith that prayer that hope whatever it is that you need to hold hold on to to yes. push yourself through the climb what I love too is that when that promise does come to fruition you get to look back and see how God was orchestrating stuff mm. even now as we reflect in our podcast I can see how he was putting things in people's hearts giving them gifts giving yeah. them resources giving them a heart for us and this vision we had yeah and I love when you can look back and be like he was orchestrating so many moving pieces that Man. we were so oblivious to because all we could see is our insecurities
insecurities yep. and shortcomings and that we weren't qualified. And he's like, I already handled all that, girl. Already. Move, move forward, please. Yes. Ooh, keep so it good. going. Mm. Well, that brings us to the last one, episode nine, wow. Women in the Workplace. And I know last week's episode is still pretty fresh, but let me tell you, one thing that I have realized is like God does not let <laughs> us talk about anything on this podcast that he's not going to also uh, put us through out in the world. Convicted. So just in case y'all don't know, all this stuff we be telling y'all, God ensures that we get the <laughs> lesson, okay? <laughs> so when I thought about last week, you know, I had a bunch of moments at work, of course, this week where I just wasn't feeling it. And then I had to remember my own words on the podcast mm. about working unto the Lord and not unto man. So every day I walked in the office like I was reporting to God. I had a big smile and I was saying good morning to people. And it's amazing because it really does shift the energy of your day. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me that like our energy is contagious mm -hmm. and people give you what you give them. Yeah. And so if you kind of giving them a little stank attitude, they're going to get that right back to mm -hmm. you. And even if they have an attitude for whatever other reasons, it's really difficult to not give people a good morning and a hello mm -hmm. when they're giving that to you. Yep. And so I just recognize that like when you are going through that mentality of like okay I'm reporting for God it gives you the energy and the patience that you need to be able to deal with people and then it allows you to be able to stand out in a different way so I think we have to be the ones that go into our workspaces and we set the pace of grace mm -hmm. so that we are driving the environment of like positivity and kindness with our peers Ooh, I love that it had me that episode had me convicted all week long mm -hmm. literally because I've been struggling to serve um, one of my boss as well and God was like well just serve me I'm like okay I can do that when I'm yeah. trying to serve human I'm like your shortcomings you've done this but I'm like it's I can tough. serve my my father mm -hmm. you know so it really helped me this week and I was working late and sending the same email that I've already <laughs> said several times I was like Heard I'm serving my, my father previous. you love that line because so it's a good line <laughs> It's a good line. Uh, sure. But uh, it just really helped me reframe how I was working because I'm like, I'm not doing this for y'all. I'm mm -hmm. doing this for the kingdom. And if I'm doing this for the kingdom, I want to do my best. Yep. Because if God is my boss <laughs> and I'm serving him and serving the kingdom, mm -hmm. I want to I wanna serve well. Yeah. So I love that reminder. And this week, it really had me convicted. I'm glad that he is allowing us to work on the things that we are also encouraging other people to work on. Yes. <laughs> just like a good father would. Indeed. Wow. So this season has been full of so many just revelations and lessons about God's goodness and his faithfulness and I think that it's been beautiful to see how this podcast has blessed other people but it's also beautiful to see how it's blessed us mm -hmm. and grown us and mm -hmm. pushed us and stretched us in so many ways so what do you hope people you know take away from this first season mm. I mean I probably have two things that come to mind the first being that I just hope that the rooted life represents a real life example of the phrase like God does not call the qualified but he qualifies who he calls mm, mm, mm. Um, I was terrified to start this podcast me too hands up <laughs> <laughs> and I, I felt like I didn't have all that I needed I didn't have the resources like they're just all I saw again was the circumstance of yeah. not having and then I realized you know all it took was the yes and then all of a sudden here I am like teaching myself how to record and how to edit <laughs> and how do we host and how do you upload to the different platforms and like I just hope that people see that you cannot allow your anxiety, your lack of knowledge, um, the enemy, or even your fear talk you out of sharing your gifts with the rest of the world because people need that. Mm -hmm. um, and the second part is that um, I just hope that our transparency on this podcast has discredited this idea that like a Christian life is this like near perfect life. Right. It's just not the truth. Mm -hmm. um, nobody has perfection except for Jesus and it does not exist here on this earth. And so I think 
one thing that I really thought it was important to do on the show was to show that we are human mm -hmm. and to show that like we are innately flawed and we will mess up. And mm -hmm. that's why I loved starting every episode with glows and grows because <laughs> yes, we do have great moments where we get to shine for God, but then we also have moments where we are dim and dull and dusty mm -hmm. and that is okay. Mm -hmm. He still loves us through that. And it's yes. not about being perfect, but it's about just being on the journey yeah. and committing to um, do this walk with him. And I think the to sum it all up, it's that like you are so much better off struggling a few feet off from Christ than you are cruising miles away from him. Dorian, can you just <laughs> say it again for the people, please? <laughs> you are so much better off struggling a few feet away from God than cruising miles away from him. Wow. So much better off. That is so good. Dorian, can we make a t-shirt? Can you write that on my mirror in my bathroom? <laughs> like coming right soon. in my Bible. At Rooted Life Podcast. Everywhere. <laughs> that is so good. So I second everything you said, especially that last point. And I think I have two points that I want people to take away from our uh, first season. The first one is kind of, kind of where you're getting at is just start where you're at. Um, I think we have this idea that we have to fix ourselves up and get, get ourselves together and then yep. present ourselves to God. And God's like, I chose you in your filth before you even got in your filth. So you're good with me. So I think just really resting in his grace and recognizing that he will take you exactly where you are. And mm -hmm. honestly, he specializes in working with broken people. That is his, Ooh, if he's a doctor, that's, that's his specialty is he loves the broken, the hurt, the shameful. Like that is where he really can do some really beautiful work. Mm. And I think that our lives are evidence of that. And people that we admire, um, like Mike Todd and other people of mm -hmm. faith who are so transparent with their stories are proof that you can start wherever you're at and God can use that for his glory. Yep. So I just say, go ahead, start there. You don't have no prerequisite. You don't have to know the box. You don't have to know anything, but that he loves you. That's it. And that he chose you first. Um, yeah. And I think the second point is just God loves you. Like, mm -hmm. loves you, loves you. Mm -hmm. Like, the kind of love that you can't even understand, that we can't even articulate mm -hmm. well enough to even comprehend and encompass his love for us. Um, and I think it's just so beautiful to think that we have a God who chose us first, once again. Like, yeah. before the world was created, before he set the foundations of the earth, he was thinking about you. Yeah. Like you. Ooh. And he chose to love you, knowing that you would do all the filth that you would do, have all these secrets and shame and mistakes. Mm. And he was like, I'm still going to love them before they do that, knowing they're going to do that. And yep. I'm like, why wouldn't I want to serve a, a father who just loves me so wholeheartedly, who loves me more than I love myself in some moments, who loved me before I even knew about him or mm -hmm. before I was even formed in my mother's womb. He chose me. Yeah. So I would just want people to know that like he loves you. He chooses you. He chose you and continues to choose you yes. and will continue to choose you. Yeah. And just know that he loves us. He's rooting for us. He wants what's best for us because we're his beloved. Ah, oh, man. I just feel mm. so full. I Girl. can't even. Mm, mm, mm. Well, Mo, like the folks say, you ain't got to go home, <laughs> but you got to get on up out of here. <laughs> Is that what they say? That's what they say. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's the Christian version. That's what I'm saying. That's the edited version. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's a wrap on season one. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Rooted Life Podcast. And this week, we're going to be at Transformation Conference yes. in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So y'all make sure you check out our stories and our video recaps on Instagram and hit us up if you're going to be at the conference. We definitely want to meet y'all. Yes, for sure. And now that season one is over, I need y'all to do two things. Mm -hmm. Number one, we need y'all to leave us a review on Apple. If you love this season and you want to make sure more people find out about it, just take the 60 seconds, give us five stars, and write us a quick little review so that you can boost our visibility on Apple. And number two, I need y'all to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yes. We just might have a little bonus episode coming after Transformation Conference next week. And if we do, if we do, <laughs> I'm sure you don't want to miss out. So make sure you subscribe so you'll get all of our notifications. All right, Rooted family, thank you so much for a great first season yes. you know we love y'all and from your favorite dc duo stay, stay rooted, rooted.